Hey, I'm John. And I'm Jake, and we're late to the show. That's the truth and the podcast. We talk about movies neither of us have seen, one of us has seen, or both of us have seen. But we want to talk about it anyway. We upload every Tuesday, every week, so don't be late. (laughs) I heard this one story, I think Tim Roth told it. Someone told it who is friends with Daniel Day-Lewis. Mm-hmm. And um, Daniel Day-Lewis had this like one guy he always looked up to because he just thought he was a phenomenal actor and he'd waited his whole career to finally work with this specific actor. Mm-hmm. And um, then he got a movie with him. Yeah. And then like the first day on set, um, Daniel's asking him a bunch of questions like, oh, you know, like, how did you do this on this movie? Like, what was your inspiration to do it on this movie? And um, he assumed that this guy was probably going to method act also, just because he's like this fucking famous guy. Yeah. And then uh, he kind of looks over at him later, just randomly, and he sees him just kind of reading through lines, like in different tones, like Brian going over the Fruit Loops commercial, like, follow your nose, follow your nose. Uh. And he was really depressed about it, because <laughs> he's like, oh, he just does the thing. He just does what everyone else does and isn't an asshole about it. Yeah, I mean... Oh, you don't have to fucking method act everything. Could you imagine if Michael B. Jordan method acted for Creed and actually took up boxing for a while and how that would probably seriously impact the movie? (laughs) Or could you imagine if he uh, method acted for Fantastic Four and lit his ass on fire? (laughs) That's how you really know what it's like to be on fire. Yeah, those scars in Black Panther, he did that. Yeah, they're, he's just now got all those scars. Yeah, that's they're burn scars. Yeah, they're, real convenient. Saved yeah. a lot of time between the two movies, and somehow market improvement between the two. You know, in Fruitvale Station, he actually rode on the train quite a bit just to get a feel for it. I'm not sure if that was a joke or not. It's a total joke, <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm sure he's ridden on the train before, but... Let's be honest, they probably took the train to get to the location. Actually, did they even make it to the train? Isn't that the point of the movie? They get no, held up been... outside of the train? I mean, they'd been on I mean, they'd been on the train. Have you not seen Fruitvale Station? No, they're on that train. At... Hell, I think they're on that train, and then they get kicked off at Fruitvale Station. Um... Because they got into, like, a fight. I think. I'm trying to remember. It's been a while since I've seen the movie. <laughs> I'm late. No, you got here right on time. No. I'm late. It's the late show. Sorry, I'm late. You're too late. <laughs> the wizard is never late. Can I help you? Yeah, I, uh, I want to see the show. But not to come late. You are late. You're late, man. Always late, huh? The hour grows late. Already too late to save his friends. You're late. I'm not paying. You're too late. And I'm like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Call it that. I would say yes. It lives up to the hype. <laughs> what little hype I had for it was pretty damn good. Okay. So we're talking about Creed. I thought we were talking about Fruitvale Station. No. We could talk about Fruitvale Station. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) We'll talk about a movie half of us haven't seen. I remember when Michael B. Jordan went on Conan for Fruitvale Station. That's about it. I don't. Well, then I know more than you. And uh, so let's go to Creed. Uh, So we have Creed on deck. Um, We've both seen it now. It's a little weird. 
Uh, have not seen Creed 2, which at the time of this recording is two weeks old in theaters. Oh, fuck. Well, now we're late to the show. Now we're late to the show, so join us for next time when we watch Creed 2 and talk Mm. about it. Don't be late. Um, You know, if we ever release these things. (laughs) So, how... All right. When did Creed come out? 2016, 17? 2016. Let's fact check. (laughs) Again, things we should really have prepared beforehand is, like, release dates for movies. Let's just keep the IMDb up for Creed at all times while we're doing it. Yes, good idea. Creed came out in 2015, actually. Holy shit. I know, right? That movie's three years old already? Yeah. I mean, I guess I did see it late, then. I thought I saw it relatively when it came out, but I guess I waited Well, I I think it was end of the year, though, so calling it 2016 is reasonable. Even Even that seemed kind of old, though. Yeah, November 25th, 2015, so... It's just over three years old at this point. I think I first saw it in 2017. Also, uh, where's this known as? Uh, where did I just see that? Hold on. In Australia, six. this is known as Creed the Rocky Legacy, according to IMDb. Why even tag that on there? I don't know. but uh, And I don't know if that's true. If we have any Australian listeners, if you could please let us know if that's correct or not. Jim Jeffries, please DM me and tell me why your people decided to tag on the Rocky Legacy. According to IMDb. Yeah, I mean, I think the Apollo legacy would have been cooler. Actually, that would have made more sense, too. Actually, really, neither of them would have made sense, considering the whole time he wants to fight under his own name and not, you know, trade in on his dad's name. Even his first name is a playoff of his fucking dad's name. They're both Greek gods. Well, that's true. Fucking Adonis, Apollo. Well, Adonis is not a Greek god. He's a Greek hero, but he's not a Greek god. Oh, he's the son of a Greek god, though. Yes. Oh, I'm pretty so sure. So still a play on fucking his dad's name. Greek mythology. <coughs> Actually, let's go to Wikipedia and find out who Adonis' father is. Money says it's Apollo. Probably fucking Zeus. <laughs> well, let's be honest, most of them are, are Zeus, so... And then everyone else is fucking oh, Atlas. I, I apologize. I was incorrect. Um, according to Wikipedia, Adonis is the Greek god of beauty and desire uh, and was the mortal lover of the goddess Aphrodite. Wait, the mortal lover? Yes. So what, he uh, was okay. a human and then became a god? Gods from Adonis gave birth to Aphrodite. Baby shark. I swear to God. Well, you did it. This is really interesting. Sorry, I'm just I'm skimming <laughs> to find when this happens, all right? I guess after he got killed by a boar, he got he got ascended to godhood, apparently. According to Wikipedia, I can't fucking tell. I wonder if that's the same boar that fucking Hercules killed. Maybe. Oh, maybe that's one of the considering 12 wild, there. Considering Wild Boar had a hyperlink to a different Wikipedia article, I mean... Yeah, it's probably about that. the fucking problem in Texas right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably just, wild boars are a species of boar. It takes you to a Joe Rogan podcast <laughs> where he sits down with Steve Rinella. Um, all right, back to Creed. <laughs> After that uh, diverging tangent. All right, so Creed, when was the first time you saw Creed? We know it came out in 2015. I think I saw it in 2016, if not 2017. Oh, I saw it in 2018, about a month and a half, two months ago now. Okay. Um, what took you so long to see it? I mean, you kind of have a history with the Rocky movies. I've seen none of them. Yeah, that yeah. one. <laughs> that history. So, yeah, I've seen not a single Rocky movie except for Creed 1. You have the same history with Rocky movies that Adonis Creed has with his father. 
non-existent. You haven't seen him once. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I don't know what took me so long to see it. It was... <coughs> As will be a running theme on this podcast for movies I haven't seen, it's, well, I meant to watch it, I just never did. Uh, until we watched movies that I'm like, fuck, no, I'm not going to watch that. And then now I had to watch for this podcast. But no, Creed wasn't one of those. It was just one I just never got around to. Until mm. we decided to do this podcast. I'm like, fuck it, that's as good enough. That and Creed 2 was coming out. I'm like, well, I need to see the first one, damn it. Right. So Were you at all nervous about seeing Creed without seeing any of the Rocky movies? No, nah, I figured I'd be able to pick it up. Did you kind of think that maybe like the character Rocky was going to take even more of a backseat in it? Because he kind of stole the show and won the Oscar. He didn't win the Oscar. What? Didn't he? No. Oh, he just got nominated. He got nominated. Michael Jordan didn't. Yes. Michael B. Jordan, specifically. MJ, whatever. Um, (laughs) A very different movie if Michael Jordan, the basketball player of Space Jam fame, came in and played... Plus, he's probably only like 10 years younger than fucking uh, Carl Weathers. Yeah. He's, yeah, I, I don't think that would pan out <laughs> as well. Um, but no, I, I didn't, I figured, again, I know a little bit about the Rocky movies. I know that Apollo dies in the fourth one, spoiler alert. Um, I know that Rocky and Apollo fought twice, and then they had a secret match that we find out uh, Apollo won. Mm-hmm. Um, in this one again, spoiler alert. Um, and I knew like uh, Rocky had his trainer Mickey. I want to say what was his name again. Haven't seen that was his original movies. trailer. Yeah, All right. trainer. So I figured that that was going to just be the role that Rocky played. Was he was going to be Adonis or Donnie's trainer? Yeah. So that's I just kind of they called him Donnie. Yeah, they called him Donnie. The hey, time. Donnie, shut the fuck up, Donnie. Um. Oh, you haven't seen Big Lebowski either. I've not seen Big Lebowski, God but when damn I damn it, see when I think Donnie, <laughs> I think uh, Wolf of Wall Street has a name. Uh, uh, Jonah Hill's character. His name is Donnie. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay. But, uh, but uh, no, I I I, uh, I like the movie. Mm-hmm. It was pretty. It was very enjoyable. Um, how about you? What was? Uh, well, I mean, I've ones? seen all the Rocky movies. Yeah, I've even seen all of Balboa. It's just really not awesome, so I only watched it like once. Same with Rocky Five. These, if when you go through and eventually watch the Rocky movies, which we probably will with this, you only have to watch Rocky Five and Six like once. I will say though that after watching Creed, I have now seen all three major director at the time of this recording, uh, directorial uh, Ryan Coogler movies. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to see all three of the main Rockies. I was like, oh shit, really? <laughs> he did that in like two weeks? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> okay. I mean, I could watch all the Rocky movies in two days if I really wanted to put my mind to them. Well, yeah, but I would just be surprised if you would. Yeah. There's a lot of shit out there to watch. There is. Um, yeah, no, I liked Creed. I, uh, I mean, it seems like, spoiler alert, in like each subsequent Rocky movie... After, what, three, one of the main characters dies. It's like, okay, this guy's dead. Oh, now this is dead. Oh, now she's dead. Oh, okay. Like, Pauly's now dead in Creed. It's like, Jesus Christ, we're just thinning out the herd. Rocky's the only one that's fucking left. Wait, did uh, his wife die in an earlier movie? Yeah. she In Balboa, it opens up with her being dead. Ah. But she was always sick, so you've seen it coming. 
nothing to them. Yeah, I've, I've doesn't matter. They're old. Old people die. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not all old people die. Some young people die. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, and the fact that like. I still haven't seen Creed 2. Haven't even heard any spoilers for it. I really think Rocky's going to have to be dead by the end of it. Maybe. Although the fact that uh, I haven't heard anything makes me think he's not, which is weird. It's like, let just let Rocky die by now. Um, cancer should have gotten him in this one. Right, yeah. I mean, he didn't die, but he fucking got cancer. He wanted to die. Yeah, he, he did. But didn't. So I kind of, I mean, the whole movie, I really thought they were just going to fucking kill off Rocky. And I was surprised that he wasn't dead in the end, which I was kind of happy about. It's like, ah, I still like Rocky, but I feel like he just should die. But I am glad that they broke the cycle of at least that, like, not every, not one main character has to die in each next step. You know, they didn't have to systematically kill off the whole Rocky universe yeah. to let Adonis Creed do his thing. Your next Russian. Um, yeah. <laughs> I almost said Cal Drogo, but Ivan Drago is next. Cal <laughs> um, yeah, Drogo is a whole other thing, and I don't think, no matter how much Creed f- trained, I don't think he'd beat Cal Drogo. I don't know, man. That's Creed 3. We'll have to see. Uh, <laughs> Jason Momoa gets into boxing. Or he'll probably fucking fight Clubber Lang's son, which yeah. was the bad guy in Rocky Three. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I, I knew Mr. T was the bad guy in that one. Okay, his name was Clubber Lang. Yeah. Which, if you've seen Ted Two, is why he wants to name his son Clubber Lang. Haven't seen Ted Two. No, wait. Ted wants to change his last name to Clubber Lang. He so wants his to... name's Ted Clubber Lang. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. I liked Creed. <laughs> I guess is, I like is the too. the big and short of it. Yeah, I thought it was Comment a good movie. Two, not number two, I haven't seen two yet. I thought it was a good sequel to the Rocky series, considering Rocky Five stunk ass and Balboa was just so slow. Yeah, it was kind of a departure from Rocky movies. Which so is, then Creed felt pretty good. Which is crazy for a boxing movie because usually boxing movies kind of need shit to keep going so you get to the excitement of the boxing matches. Well, because it's all just about the character Rocky. By the time Balboa came out, he was fucking in his 60s. That's true. <laughs> and he's opening a restaurant. Oh, so, so that's why he had a restaurant in this one. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> he opens that up. Interesting. Or he had it. I don't know. Um, anyway. So... Can we take a quick moment before... I know we got more points we want to hit on. And maybe this kind of lands into the quality part of it and... It kind of, I mean, obviously Michael B. Jordan, uh, Sylvester Stallone, Tessa Thompson—they're all fantastic in this movie. Um, is Tessa Thompson the girlfriend? Yeah, Tessa Thompson is the girlfriend. She also plays Valkyrie in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, I just want to take a moment and talk about the fucking one-shot boxing match halfway through the movie, which is f- absolutely phenomenal. The one-shot boxing match. Yeah, where it's not not like a one swing and he wins, where it's all done in one take. Right. I didn't know that they. I didn't notice that. You didn't know, holy shit, this first, like, professional match before the other guy, like, so, like, Donnie's going into this match, and he's like, hey, I'm I'm Donis Johnson, I'm not trading on my father's name, and the other gym guy figures, finds out that uh, that Donnie is Apollo Creed's son, Mm -hmm. so he's like, let's promote this as Creed versus the other guy, but Donnie doesn't want to do it, and so he's like, okay, fine, but then he wins, so then the other guy leaks to the, the public, he's like, hey, Donis Johnson is... Apollo Creed's son. 
um, that boxing match with that guy, his first like big professional one, that was all done as a single take. Oh, I didn't it even was, notice that. Oh my god, it was phenomenal. <laughs> I guess I have I, to go back and rewatch I, that. Then. I have no. Pull it up right now, dude. All right. Thank you. New new segment for the podcast: watching clips from the movie on YouTube. And we can obviously cut this part out of the. Uh, yeah, you can leave podcast. it. In. I, well, no, a I lot mean, of podcasts do this. Yeah, but if we watch the whole scene, it's like four minutes long. Yeah, who gives a shit? All right. Yeah, they do a good job of mimicking, like, not mimicking, but I'd say like the, the I'm putting like... you in the match. Like, <clears throat> they circle when they circle. Yeah. When they they do a clinch, it gets in real tight. Yeah. Which is also, I mean, it's cool because it's, like, immersive, but it's also, like, I want to see their fists hit, and I also want to see the expression on their face, so sometimes it gets in a little too tight for me, where it's like, I feel like I'm missing something of it, though. See, and I, I, I feel like, and I think as was the intention of the scene, like, this is the first, uh, yeah, he boxed before, as we see earlier in the movie, but the camera basically just stays way outside the ring and we watch his opponent fall and that's about it this is his first real experience this is us getting in there for the first time for real with donnie right and and i get what you're saying too that maybe you're you might be missing something but i think i think it captures the intensity of what it's like to be in that boxing ring and, right and i guess if you're in the clinch you're not seeing exactly what your opponent's doing either so you're missing something as a fighter yeah uh, yeah, he had to sleep it off because he has a concussion now. Yeah. And CT. <laughs> no, that that was a, that was a cool scene. Yeah. I did enjoy that. Uh, and then also, if I'm just like noticing stuff that's always kind of like bugged me, and it's not even about this movie in particular, mm. where sometimes it looks like they're just tapping each other, but I'm hearing punching sounds, <laughs> like when they're in the clinch and like. You like seeing them adjust God. their gloves where it doesn't even necessarily look like a punch, but I'm hearing, I'm like, take it easy, sound guy. Not everything has to be in there. Yeah, that's that's a fair point too. <laughs> it's like calm down, foley artist. Look, all right, this was he also like this is his first big one. All right, that guy wanted. <laughs> it's like, look, guys, I know what I'm doing. Uh, Every time Creed takes a step, it sounds like a punch. It's like, you're supposed to be footsteps. Lots of gravitas in this movie. <laughs> yeah, how much do your hands weigh, dude? 40 pounds. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was a cool scene. I did like that. I, yeah, I totally didn't even... That totally just went past me that it was all in one take it's the first time. It's crazy sometimes when you watch... Uh, getting into film theory and, and the behind-the-scenes stuff for movies. It's kind of crazy when you watch long take scenes sometimes because like your brain sometimes is like like you said doesn't even notice that it's a long take and then eventually you're just like wait a minute when was the last time the camera cut <laughs> oh i'm trying to remember there was some other movie that that hit me i'm like was that one just long take you know what i was probably blinking every time the camera rotated so i just thought it was just different cutting. shots <laughs> i was like oh <laughs> Cut to over the shoulder. Wow, did they break the 180 degree rule? I don't know. I can't oh. tell. Um, <laughs> but uh, the 180 degree rule is, of course, a film theory technique where uh, the camera should stay on the same side of an imaginary plane between two actors as they're talking. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. So, would you say, uh, 
I mean, just based on this movie, you said you liked it. Yeah. Would, would this inspire you to watch? Well, I mean, you're probably going to see Creed 2 at some point. Yeah. But would it inspire you to go back and watch the other uh, Rocky movies? Yeah, probably. I would, I would say. Well, I do you would, have any desire to watch the Rocky movies? I mean, movies? I've been meaning to watch the other Rocky movies for forever. It's just like, I've just, again, just never got around to it. And just <laughs> haven't yet. Just been meaning to do it since the 70s. Yeah, which, again, is like, for me at least, like, 80% of the reason to do this podcast is to watch shit that I keep wanting to watch but haven't. Right. So, yeah, I would say having watched Creed, it would make me want to go back and watch the other Rocky movies. <laughs> would you watch them before you've seen Creed 2? Uh, no. No, you're going to see Creed 2 first? Probably. And, yes, I know <laughs> Ivan Drago's the guy who killed uh, uh, fucking Apollo Creed. Hmm. If he does, let him die. No, that's not it at all. Isn't it? No. It's if he dies, he dies. Damn it. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, I kind of... I haven't seen the movie. That's my excuse. <laughs> I kind of envy people sometimes who like will watch a sequel before seeing any of the prior movies. Yeah. Just to be able to see it through that lens. Where it's like... Where you can almost look at all the other movies as exposition to this one. And it's like, is it necessary to tell this other story where you could actually just introduce these characters and be like, oh, yeah, uh, they f they are old enemies and stuff. You don't you're watching Creed 2. You haven't seen Rocky 4. You don't know what happens in Rocky 4. You kind of know what happens in Rocky yeah. 4. But I mean, yeah. Like you just get to see it. It's like, oh, if you watch this guy Creed Creed technically 2. killed my dad. Yeah. Not technically, he killed my dad. It wasn't murder, but he killed my dad. Yeah. So now I'm going to fight his son. My trainer also whooped his ass. Merc. <laughs> right. <laughs> Beat those Ruskies. But, uh, yeah. So, So I mean, like I think that's kind of cool that you'll be able to get to see it like that. And yeah. then go back and watch the prequel. Not even the prequels. The go back and watch the originals. Yeah. And you can almost see it like a prequel. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to, to watch those movies like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to, to think of any kind of movie I've done like that. Oh, but... I can I can tell you one that I've done like that. What? And it's a dumb one. Chronicles of Riddick. I saw that one before I saw Pitch Black. I I don't think I've seen Pitch Black. Oh, we're adding that shit to the list. <laughs> Pitch Black. Pitch Black is Vin Diesel's best movie. Oh yeah. I've seen Chronicles of Riddick, and then I've seen Riddick. Okay, Pitch Black is the best one of those three. Riddick is the second best, and Chronicles of Riddick is not as good as the other two. Oh, I like Chronicles of Riddick. I mean, it's fine, but it's not nearly... Pitch Black <laughs> is such a good movie. Yeah. That and Vin Diesel is not the main character. And then uh, Riddick is probably at his best in that movie as a character. But we'll, we can talk about that when we get to the Riddick podcast. <laughs> All right. Um, um, so... All right, we kind of took a departure, like you said earlier. We were talking about the quality of that scene, and then I kind of got sidetracked because we were just talking about that scene. So, yeah. what do you think of the quality of the movie overall? I think it's I think it's fantastic. Again, I'll go back to the directing of Ryan Coogler, who, as far as I'm concerned, is three for three right now um, between Fruitvale Station, Creed, and Black Panther. Uh, so, I think it was incredibly well shot, very well acted action movie or boxing sports movie i'm not really sure where it would fall in that spectrum i guess it would be a sports, sports movie, movie technically um but uh 
yeah, I just I I really enjoyed it and I thought everything was great. Um, kind of happy for Creed because I think that really helped launch Michael B. Jordan more into the public sphere. Um, yeah. He'd been in stuff before that, obviously, but I think that was the big one for him. Right, but I mean, Fantastic Four could have hurt him if it would have ended there. <laughs> oh yeah, Fantastic Four really could. Have <laughs> <laughs> it could have hurt a lot of those people. But uh, oh. I, I, well, Miles Teller actually got a boxing movie after Fantastic Four. Also, the fuck was he in? It was the one where he fucking gets in a big ass car accident and he's like fucking bench pressing with a neck brace on, like a psychopath. The hell movie. I'm going to look this up. I have not heard of this one. <laughs> he plays a Boston guy. Um, I, mean, I can't remember his name. It's like Mickey or something. I'm trying to remember if fucking Whiplash was before. It was before. Uh, Fant Forstick. Mm, yeah, I, I believe Whiplash was before. Whiplash was before. <laughs> um, huh. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think... It, I thought it was a really well done movie. Like I said, I was surprised that the story kind of. <clears throat> well, in the trailers, they said Rocky had cancer. I don't know. I... Like I said, I guess I was surprised how prevalent Rocky was throughout the movie. Like he was definitely like. It didn't feel like he was as much a supporting character as much as there was like two main characters kind of. I can see. I mean, I know he got nominated for supporting, but it, it just—I get. I was surprised saying. that he was in it as much as he was, instead of just using him as like, "Oh, this is my trainer. I will see him three times a week, not all of my life. Yeah. I'm not gonna move in with him. I didn't know they were gonna do that. And uh, <clears throat> with the whole cancer thing, I didn't realize, you know, they were gonna have like. I don't know, Rocky dropped that line, like, you know my family. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone in here for a moment? <laughs> Roll it down. <laughs> um, but, uh, I mean, at the same time, though, I think it's kind of important that it's... To me, it was the same sort of thing that, like, uh, The Last... Or, not The Last Jedi. Fucking Force Awakens did. And I think it's kind of an important thing for when you do a pseudo-remake of an original is you take the old characters and you go here they are played by their original actors and they're basically passing the baton um in an interesting way whereas like again having not seen any of the other rocky movies but according to you rocky five and Balboa were kind of shit um they were just really they just weren't like the other four they um, were super slow and not a lot of action so it's you can take an old character who was and is still a movie icon. I mean, Rocky is still considered one of the best movies of all time, mm-hmm. um, or at least one of the best sports movies of all time. And it's like so we're gonna take this character and we're gonna like reintroduce him and we're gonna make him relatable and a good character again. And at the same time, we're gonna raise up a new character to take this franchise forward. Um, and also be an interesting character to carry the franchise. So we're taking, we're going to bring back the original guy and then also have him philosophically and, uh, pass the baton to the new guy. So that's kind of why I think they would do your two protagonists. Right. Same sort of thing as in Force Awakens. You know, what's actually kind of interesting now that I'm thinking about it. 
the premise of Creed is very similar to the premise of Rocky Five, mm-hmm. but in Rocky Five, at the beginning of it, I think this might t- I think Rocky Five might take place five years or so after Rocky Four. Okay. If that, I'm not sure. Um, all of a sudden now, Rocky is fucking all CTE'd up. He's super stupid. And they lose all their money and whatever. So then this one fighter wants to train with Rocky because Rocky's this fucking fight legend. Yep. And so he starts training this other guy. Now, the big issue with doing it then was it's like... It seemed like too crazy of a change from Rocky Four to this one. He lost all his money. He's fucking stupid. His kid fucking hates him now, too. It's like... Jesus Christ, like, everything just fucking fell apart. And then he's training this guy, and then this guy up and leaves him for a different trainer or promoter or something like that. Okay. So, I think the best way to do a movie where all of a sudden maybe the hero that we've all loved for the first four movies is kind of washed up, and now he's going to take the trainer role, would be to do a movie 20 or 30 years after he was the hero. Yeah. So maybe that's kind of a big reason why Rocky five sucked, but Creed is good. There's also a lot of different story, yeah, different story elements to it. Mm. Tying, uh, you know, Adonis in with Creed, you know, someone who Rocky had to beat in order to get his fame anyway. Yeah. Um, but I think Creed or the arc of having, uh, the hero become the trainer now works so much better with this much of a time difference. Yeah. With like 20 to 30 years in between. It's time for him to get wiser. Not necessarily just be Old. stupider because he's gotten punched up. He's a little more maybe stupider just because he's old. Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily his brain don't work too good anymore. Yeah. But he's he seems more wise now mm. in that regard. <clears throat> and um, yeah, he just... It serves him a lot better now to be the instructor as like an old man. Yeah. And again, I'll I'll bring the Force Awakens comparison. I mean, that worked for Force Awakens because now Han Solo and Leia and Luke at the very end doesn't really count. Um, but now they are all older and they are wiser from when the original one happened. And they're still dealing with the same bullshit from the original movies. But, um, you know, now they're... They've got the years under their belts and they're, you know, they know what's what and how to like properly pass the baton. Right. That's why they decided to tell the story of Luke training Ray as opposed to fleshing out the story of Luke training uh, fucking what's his nuts, uh, Kylo Ren. Yeah. <laughs> because, exactly. I mean, he's older and more wise now. He's a little more, you know, yeah. he's, better he's serving as an instructor now. <laughs> he has learned from his mistakes. Yeah, at that point he really hadn't, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we can discuss The Last Jedi at, at another time, too. <laughs> I liked it for the most part, but this isn't The Last Jedi one. As you, as you, as you this listen is the at last home... Bo- this is the last Creed. <laughs> yeah. As you listening at home, will very quickly realize if you haven't picked it up in these last two episodes, if we put them out. Um, we do. Two. We've recorded three. We're doing. This is the fourth one. Yeah, but I mean, but the first two I thought were just 
like practice run throughs. Yeah, I guess. I mean, we could still put them out at this point. They're probably about the same quality <laughs> as what we're doing right now. Um, but as you'll figure out, we uh, very, very frequently will take tangents to talk about other movies and thoughts that are on our minds. So, well, the main point is about one movie. It's about how we relate movies and the art together. Mm-hmm. And also to watch shit that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. I mean, uh, if we're... We kind of talked about social relevance. I mean, how this like works now from the previous Rocky movies that have happened. Also, just dropping out all of Rocky's family, I thought it was kind of a good decision because the yeah. son was kind of annoying in Balboa. Mm-hmm. Even though a really good speech came from it. It's the one that they played in front of uh, the Xbox One <laughs> trailer. They played it under that, where he's like, that's how wedding is done. That speech. I, he gives that to his son in Balboa. It's fine. Oh. Um well, and um, I think, too, for social relevance, like for me, and probably a lot of, well, not a lot of other people, but other people, you know, who haven't watched the Rocky movies, you can jump in here, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, this is what Rocky is about, too. Mm-hmm. So I think it still works in in that regards, too. Right. And so. I'm also glad they just didn't do, like, the kind of archetype of a boxer like they do in southpaw where he's like well i wasn't good at anything else so i decided i'd fight adonis was like he had an office job but he he enjoyed fighting yeah so he preferred fighting right up and quit his job (laughs) right but i mean he still like had a fucking career i mean he Mm. still went to school and he was was, very successful yeah he was a little more dimensional as a character in that regard he's not a fucking dummy who decided like like, i can't do anything else so i'll fight the only thing i have in my life is to beat people up (laughs) so i'm gonna fight which i mean for as much as i love the movie the fighter was kind of just what well it was mainly dealing with uh christian bale's character's meth problem but um (laughs) You know, it was about this washed-up fighter who really had no chances in life for, to do anything because of his shitty family. Mm-hmm. Um, so he became a boxer, and even that wasn't, you know, good enough the fame and the the money that came from that, which he barely got any of. But um, but good I mean, movie, the fighter. When you look at all these boxing movies, they try and act like a big risk to it is now. Oh, I don't know if like you know you're a fit father because you're dumb from getting punched in the head too many times. It's like, yeah, yeah but he was stupid before. I mean, it feels like if they're gonna keep doing these Creed movies, they can actually make an argument for it being a decent plot line. It's like, hey, we should be worried that Adonis might have his head fucked up from getting punched in the head. It's like, yeah, because he was smart before he went in. Yeah. Now he's a dad. Yeah, he's gonna get beat up by this Russian guy and might not be able to do math anymore. <laughs> he was an accountant for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, he was like, yeah, and like you said, he was super successful. And hell, he even had like, in like the course of fifteen minutes in the movie, you see him as a kid in juvie to boxing in Mexico, mm. and then the next day he is at his successful accounting job. So it's right. like, so you took like what could have very easily just been like. Oh, he's just some like punk on the street who's fighting for money. Right. He's like, no, that's his side gig until he's like, fuck it. I am gonna do I'm gonna take the risk and do this full time. Now, again, having not seen Rocky, I don't know what Rocky did before he got the chance to fight Apollo Creed. Rocky but... was a punk on the street also. Well, he wasn't like a punk. I mean, he was a good guy, but he would like, you know, run around and get money from people and stuff. He was kind of he wasn't like an enforcer, but he kinda did that job. Okay. Where you like go around and collect for people and stuff like that. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, so far everyone in the Rocky universe is just a dumb guy who's fighting. <laughs> so I mean, like, until you not much to, background really. Until and, you get to Ivan Drago, who is genetically engineered by the Russians to be the perfect fighting machine. Still a dumb guy. Still a dumb guy. <laughs> just and still lost made to by the government. America. <laughs> just a dumb guy made by the government. <laughs> yeah. But then yeah, he lost his girl to Flava Flav, and that's sad. I did not know that. Bridget Nielsen played his wife in that movie, oh, and she ended up dating Flavor Flav in real life. Also, what's crazy about um, Ivan Drago being a dumb guy in that movie is, uh, who plays him? I can't think of his name right off uh, the top of my head. Cal Drogo. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know his the real life guy is actually really smart. He's he has a like, really high IQ, like 250 like, or something. He's got like a doctorate in fucking nuclear physics or some shit. Yeah. You know what? And Mr. Plays, T is really smart, too. Yeah. All these Rocky enemies are really smart. Even Sylvester Stallone, he can add. Um, <laughs> he can do your basic multiplication, I bet. He might not sound like it, but, and will now never get Sylvester Stallone on this podcast. <laughs> Which is a shame, because I love Demolition Man. Demolition Man, okay, can we talk about Demolition Man for a second? It's fantastic. Yeah. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> it's, the, it's my favorite Sylvester Stallone it's movie. Out of all the Rockies... Demolition, Demolition Man. Man fucking rules. <laughs> like, okay, and here's the thing is I put Judge Dredd almost on the same level as that. I get the people's disappointment for it not being a faithful adaptation of the comic books, and yes, Dredd with Carl Urban is infinitely better as an action movie, but as a Stallone movie, Judge Dredd is up there. <laughs> I haven't seen either, but I've heard people treat Judge Dredd like a sequel to Demolition Man. Because yes, it also has that. Rob Schneider in both of them. Yes. <laughs> treat Demolition Man as or treat Judge Dredd as a sequel to Demolition Man, and I don't think you'll be disappointed. Um, does it live up to the hype? We're talking about Creed now, not yes, Demolition Man or Judge Dredd. Back to Creed. Uh, yes, absolutely. I, I would say Creed very much lives up to the hype, because I'd only ever heard good things about it. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. It was it was an excellent movie. It yeah, was... I mean, like I mean, I said it like five times, but like I think it's a great sequel to the Rocky series. I won't even say to fucking Balboa or to Rocky Five, yeah. whatever. It's a good sequel to the, to, like you know what? Actually, fucking Australia had it right. It's the Rocky Legacy. It's a sequel to the Rocky Legacy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, bringing it all the way full circle again. Um, honestly, hell, I'd even say it's a great standalone movie. Again, yeah, because that's how you've seen, seen it. One, in a void by itself, yes, I have some context because you, you can't ignore Rocky in cinema, but uh, I, I think this movie stands alone. I think it does, you know, what it needs to 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 capture audiences without necessarily needing to be a part of. A larger series, right? It it really drops out all the uh, exposition that is Rocky One through Balboa. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think I mean, it really streamlines it. So, <laughs> all right, so that's Creed. Yeah, do see it. Yeah, I recommend it. <laughs> if you haven't. Creed Two's out now. <laughs> yeah, Creed Two is currently in theaters, but who knows where that, where it'll be by the time we release these? Um, you know, it'll be on Blu-ray for a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, let's finally get around to releasing that podcast we've been working on for six months. <laughs> well, Dude. guys, have a good 4th of July this weekend. Spe- oh. Real quick, speaking of fucking on Blu-ray, I saw the weirdest ad on YouTube today. What? I was booting up a video, I don't remember what of, and a, a trailer for John Wick was playing. I'm like, weird? And it's like, John Wick, now on Blu-ray. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that movie's like three years old now. 
Why are you telling me John Wick is coming to Blu-ray? Not even the second one. The first John Wick. It never was on Blu-ray before that. You didn't know that? They didn't release it on Blu-ray. I didn't know that. No, of course they did. I don't know why it played. It was just so weird. I'm like, why am I getting a Blu-ray commercial <laughs> for John Wick? I bought it on Blu-ray like six months ago. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my grandparents watched John Wick recently. Oh yeah, yeah, they didn't like it. Yeah, I was gonna say they're not. They don't like Wu Tang and they don't like John Wick. <laughs> just chalk was, it up on the list. I, I knew they weren't gonna like Wu Tang. That was their own damn fault. Well, you played them "Bring the Ruckus," which starts off with "Bring the motherfucking Ruckus." What else? What, what song should you, would, should we have played to win them over to Wu Tang Clan? Protect your neck. Okay. Or the mystery of chess boxing. All right. All right but, so uh, that's it for Creed. We liked Creed. Is Rudy um, on that list? Rudy. No, okay, it's Rocky. Sorry, I'm looking, <laughs> sorry. We have the list of. Movies I haven't seen we, Rudy either. I but don't want to watch Rudy. It's why? about a short guy who plays for Notre Dame. Whoopty fucking do. It's Sean Astin. So I like Sean Astin. <laughs> yeah, but the premise of Rudy is stupid. Why? Because it's about the dude's dream in life is to play for Notre Dame, but he's afraid he can't because he's short. Yeah, that's dumb, dude. You have to be ginormous to play college football. Then guess what, buddy? You don't get to fucking play college football. Yeah, but he did it, and it worked out. I don't care. <laughs> Everyone said his name at the end of the movie. Everyone cheered Rudy. I don't know why that rhymed. That's my best verse I've come Everybody up with. Everybody said Spartacus at the end of Spartacus, and I'm sure Spartacus is a People way fucking better. love Spartacus. I was going to say, I'm sure Spartacus is a way better movie. Dude, you ask any sports fan, and by the way, I haven't seen Rudy, but you ask any sports fan, they all love Rudy. I just so I, if we're talking about social relevance and does it play to its audience? Yes, it fucking get, does. Maybe it's because I just don't give a shit about sports. All right, well we're doing Rudy next week. Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe we're doing Rudy next week. We'll figure. Who knows what we're doing next time? We don't actually have a schedule. Hey, we got another boxing movie on there and Raging Bull. <laughs> well, also Rocky is under there too. Well, and Rocky. Uh, let's see. We just did a drama, sports, and we did Primal Fear last time. Uh, let's kind of get off of that. I was going to say, let's do something light. I think Chef might be kind of light. Chef? Uh, yeah, that'd, that'd be chill. And I think it's on Netflix, so... It was, I mean, it was. Uh, we could do Chef. I can't, I'm trying to see what else is on there. Um, oh, fuck, the Barney movie. I forgot we put that on there. Why? <laughs> uh, oh, Pokemon the movie. That you know what? Since we just did a new one, like this movie's relatively new, twenty fifteen. Yeah. Let's do a one that's old and one that dates back to childhood. Have you seen the Pokemon movie? Yes, I have actually seen the Pokemon. Oh, I Sorry, know. I know I gave you a look, but th- <laughs> we're like... doing this podcast because I haven't seen movies. So. <laughs> Wait. So have you? Yes, I've seen Pokemon. Oh, okay. <laughs> you think Race probably has a copy? VHS. I don't have a VCR here. I'm trying to think if I could, if my mom does. I think she might actually. Dude, wouldn't it just be? Wouldn't you just rather spend four bucks to watch it, as opposed to fucking load it in a VCR and then get the striping correct? Oh, it doesn't. It's not that hard to do. Oh, it's a fucking nightmare. And I have so many VHS well, tapes. Don't you want cassettes back? No. I, I want to watch it on Laserdisc. <laughs> By the way, I was at a thrift shop today. They okay. had fucking Fantasia on Laserdisc. <laughs> what the fuck? The 50th uh, anniversary of Fantasia, by the way. And it had a certificate of authentic- authenticity in the box. you buy that shit? No. Because it was Roy it? Disney, not fucking Walt. I don't give a shit what Roy has to offer me. Walt died making Jungle Book. That came out in like the 40s, I think. <laughs> Yeah, but if you get Fantasia, 
and it's an authentic thing, you take that shit to Antiques Roadshow. It's already at an antique shop. You, you no, think they would look it up. Shop. It's at a thrift shop. It is not at an antique, like selling it at an auction for collectors. That's like, what Antiques Roadshow is about. I guess I can give you the address of the place if you want to go pick it up. It was four bucks. Nah, it's all right. This is, <laughs> welcome to the uh, the Creed podcast after show where we talk about literally everything else. <laughs> all right. Um, so that was Creed. Uh, next week we're gonna do the Pokemon the first movie because we need something light and airy, yeah, <laughs> and after... something that brings nostalgia into my heart. Yeah. Um, well, light except of course for the part where Pikachu thinks Ash is dead and uh... everyone thinks Ash is dead. Then they all cry tears to bring him back to life. Spoiler oh. alert. Um, also, so... spoiler alert for Creed if you're still sticking with us at this point. <laughs> he loses at the end. <laughs> Pokemon, first movie, 1999. We're going to do that, whatever fucking next week is to you. Well, here's the um, thing. When we get around to releasing these things, they're going to be a week apart, and it's going to be perfect for our listeners, but it's going to be, it's, it'll have been like two months since we recorded Creed that we talk about Pokemon. That's why I'm just saying whatever next week is to you, we have no idea what date it's going to be. Uh, so show up and listen on Stitcher or fucking whatever. SoundCloud. YouTube. Yeah, wherever wherever you listen to podcasts, we might be there. All right, uh, Jake, where can people find you? Oh shit! Yeah, don't forget we're not. God, we're we not, should do not, this at the beginning. No, we do the. You tag at the end. You tag your twitters at the end. Good people tag at the beginning and end. Okay, well, uh, you can follow the show late to the show podcast at LTTS all caps podcast. That's at LTTS podcast on Twitter. Um, I am at Rosendoom two. Uh, if you're interested in following me, and yeah, if you're a fan of Critical Role and seeing that shit show up in your timeline a hundred million times a day, uh, and then I'm at Jocko Linguini. That's at J A K O underscore Linguini. If you can't spell Linguini, don't follow me. Um, and don't then me. <laughs> don't talk to me or my son ever again. Throwing it back for an old name right there. <laughs> and then, of course, the email, if you want to email us, is late to the podcast at gmail.com. All right, we'll be back next week. Don't be late. Don't be late. Don't be late.